you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Yeah, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Listen, Mr. Sitting here on your looking at guitars and pedals while mocking me during the intro, have you hit subscribed? And notify Bell. I hit subscribe to me retaining my predictions championship. Now, what are you going to do? What are you going to do exactly? That's what I'm going to do with it. Exactly. You just bust your guitar over there. That's fine. It needs work anyways. Jackass. Anyways. uh, uh, Yeah, so we're available on here on YouTube. Correct. Thanks to everybody for joining us for today's TakeOver stream. Yes, thank you very much. That was a lot of fun. It was fun. Uh, uh, And then thanks also to you for bringing some Steve Weiser's Broken Skull IPA, uh, which uh, you tweeted out, and we got a, oh, hell yeah, from Stone Cold Steve Austin himself. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, and then, yeah, of course, we're uh, available wherever podcasts can be found. If you enjoy watching our ugly faces on YouTube, uh, but you prefer listening to our ugly voices instead, uh, any podcast app uh, you can find Going yeah, In there. Raw. We're there. We are there. We're there. Leave us a rating or a view or a comment. Yes, please. It does, uh, does a lot to help the show. It's a real free and easy way to it help us out. It really does a lot to yeah, help, help us out. A lot, a lot. Another takeover in the books, Larson. Yeah. I uh, kind of feel like this is one of those uh, placeholders in the right term. It was a very plot-heavy episode. We're, we're very used to takeovers uh, kind of fulfilling two things. One, uh, culminating feuds, and also pushing feuds forward in kind of uh, surprising and new directions that are unexpected. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like this really tried to accomplish that, but in a couple instances where they were trying to push things in new directions, it left... It left some more questions. Yeah. And not the type of questions like, oh, I really want to see how this turns out. Mm-hmm. It's like, huh. Yeah. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. I, so the thing is, NXT has really built up the kind of cachet necessary for us to give them the benefit of the doubt. Totally. So I'm like, oh, John Gargano turned on Tommaso Ciampa at the end. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm kind of curious to where it's going to go. We didn't see it coming. And it was one of those things like, true, huh? Not exactly. How I was expecting this match to end. Yeah. Uh, same for the Tegan Knox Dakota Kai street fight, which was spectacular. That one was a bit more of a. And then Raquel Gonzalez comes out to help Dakota Kai, previously known as Reina Gonzalez. I, yeah, Reina Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah. Um, to secure the win. Yeah. And they didn't necessarily sell it like Dakota Kai. I was like, oh, my muscle's here to help me out. Thanks, muscle. She seemed as, as, she as confused. confused as the rest of us. Like, why are you helping me here? Yeah. 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 So, you know, that was a bit of a head scratcher. If they had brought somebody into play, like, for example, 
uh, Candace LeRae. Yeah. Who was, you know, I don't know about, I don't want to say heavily involved, but she was pretty involved in this feud as oh, yeah, sort she of, was. as Tegan Knox's friend. She just lost a match to Dakota Kai like a week or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if she had, if she, for example, had turned heel and she was the reason, or maybe if she didn't, if she was just trying to help uh, Tegan Knox. You and I both think that the story was there for Tegan Knox to lose this based on the heat of the emotion. Yeah, she got uh, wrapped up in things emotionally, kind of stopped thinking on a, in a, in like a logical sense. Like she hit a shining guest wizard, could have won right there. And she's like, no, I'm not done with you yet. Yeah. Sets the table in the ring. Uh, the time it took to set up the table and do whatever move she's trying to do could have been enough for Dakota Kai to recover from the shining guest wizard. Cause her loss would have made perfect sense in terms of propelling the story forward. Yeah. I don't think necessarily the end of that match needed a heater uh, added to the whole program to it's take my it favorite, to the next level. By the way, it's my favorite wrestling It's a term. good term. It's my favorite wrestling um, term. Uh, Especially because during the course of that match, it felt like they were really following the template laid out by Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa during their feud, using knee braces not only as weapons, but as like metaphors for stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they took like a really a really hard left turn. I went right. Left turn. Yeah. Um, it's their left, so. I guess so. Uh, introducing Raquel Gonzalez into the mix. Someone that we haven't really seen much of. Yeah. Someone we're not really familiar with. Yeah. Uh, so. And who's and somebody who has had, I don't, I'm not going to say a dramatic, but a, a, a decent sized. Oh, like repackaging. Repackaging yes. her name. And then also she was like a. a she a used to have chaps. Person. She used to have chaps. Yeah. She, she dressed up like a, like a cowgirl, I guess. I don't know if that's a proper gnomon, to be honest with you. Cowboy. Uh, so I said this one. Ranch she wore person. chaps. She had chaps. And a cowboy hat and a bell. And the, the cowbell. Yeah, too. that's true. She had all that stuff. But she didn't have it anymore. She was like full on Stan Hansen. But not anymore. Not anymore. No. So, yeah, it, it was like, wait, what? Where is this coming from? Now, again, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. For, but in terms of, as a whole, was this takeover something that I could sit down and watch and be like, oh, I get the total package, not like Sluger, A to B to Z, and I'm good to go. Wasn't quite that. Uh, no, I mean, you can't fault the performances in the ring. Every match delivered in terms of match quality. It's oh, just, 100%. It was just a couple of weird finishes. Yeah. yeah. That left you scratching your head a little bit. The Gargano example is like, okay, I can maybe see following his loss to Finn. Maybe he was like, okay, well, if I really want to be Mr. NXT, I got to do this, 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 and this. I don't have to do this against Ciampa's champion, so I'll... Deny him the championship so I can face, I can beat Adam Cole for that or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They can, there, there's any number of ways they can go with that. But like if Dakota Kai had looked up at, at Raquel Gonzalez, like, hey, thanks, Muscle, for helping me out here. Yeah. At least those are dots I can connect. And on, yeah, you're right. And it's like, oh, well, even if I don't necessarily know what's going on, if I had gone into this cold, oh, so she has an alliance now, as opposed to who is this person? Yeah. I don't know who this person is. Um, but and then be confused by it. Evidently, they think, uh, uh, what's her name? Raquel. Raquel Gonzalez. Gonzalez yeah. is ready for prime time. That's interesting. I always like seeing new faces. Totally. Speaking of new faces, no Killer Cross or Scarlet Bordeaux to be found. No. Uh, no no uh, Timothy, uh, yes. Timothy Thatcher yes, to be found. No Timothy Thatcher. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Poppy was there. Well, she was, delivered a performance to kick off the show. That was advertised. That wasn't a surprise. Man, that the costume of hers was a surprise. That was something else. That was awesome. Yeah, that, that was something really else. really great. It looked like something out of AAA. Yeah. Triple A. Yeah. Um, my match of the night, though, I'll be honest with you, just because it was just a straight-up kick-ass wrestling match it was Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and that actually opened up the show. That it did. And, man, this was a blast. It really was. It kicked things off with, like, a, a, a Leo Rush-esque uh, 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 like test of agility and speed, bouncing off the ropes, misdirection, 
you know, laying down so the person had to jump over him, leapfrogs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was prolonged. It went on for a while. Eventually, they uh, started going into sort of a giant V, giant, almost slow motion sequence. Oh, it was totally like who's strongest. Yeah. It was a match of power. And they were like going like they were going like half speed to try to, I, I think, to try to amplify the, the feats of strength, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was great. It was good. So uh, after the, 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 the speed agility uh, test, uh, Dijak sends Lee out of the ring, goes for a corkscrew splash. Uh, Keith Lee catches up a powerbomb position, mm-hmm. tries her apron powerbomb, Dijak gets out of that, mm-hmm. and then eventually uh, Dijak kind of like suplexes Keith Lee on the apron, just kind of chucks him on the apron. Yeah, that, that sequence was a bit wonky. But again, it was just two big dudes slapping meat. There's a lot of there's one prolonged se- sequence of of two huge dudes slapping beef. By the time we got mid match though, and everybody started like flipping out of each other's moves, it was absolutely insane. Yeah. Before we get there though, let's talk. The Keith Lee goes for finish. Dijak escapes, hits a boot. Uh, Lee hits a, a forearm, I believe, and Dijak hits a, a, a cyclone kick. Sends uh, Lee out of the ring, and then Dijak hits a corkscrew, corkscrew senton. Oh, no, that was in the ring. And then gets a two count. And then they start, like, to slap it beef with strikes yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Both end up on a knee, selling it. They finally get up. Uh, Dijak eventually drops uh, Lee with a, a knee and a clothesline. And then uh, he sets up Keith on the top, picks him up. Uh, kind of strange to get him up. His leg's shaking. Yeah, that was good. Hits a second rope, Death Valley Driver. That only gets him a two count. He has the advantage for a while till Lee uh, pounces Dijak into the middle turnbuckle. That looked really nasty. That did so much. That so like so many of these moves, just look really nasty. I'm looking for the office chair bit. Um, that was yeah. Okay, so no, it was right after that. Yeah. So the middle turnbuckle. Dijak rolls outside. Lee follows. Hits a big double chop against the barricade. Then he sits. Uh, Lee sits Dijak down in an office chair. Another double chop at the behest of the crowd. Yeah, um, time. which was great. Um, and then uh, Dijak responds with a super kick. Mm-hmm. And he puts Lee in the chair. And he super kicks Lee into the chair. And then uh, hits a springboard somersault senton out of the ring to ringside with Lee in the chair. That was absolutely insane. Was like crazy. it's honestly you have to see it to, to really get you really it. Do. It was crazy. Um, so they're back in the ring. Dijak goes for a choke slam. Lee reverses that, tries to go for his finish. No. Dijak fights out, hits a super kick, goes for a choke slam. Lee powers out, goes for a choke slam of his own. And as he's bringing his arm up, uh, Dijak like flips out of it. Mm-hmm. Then he grabs Lee for a choke slam. Lee flips out of that choke slam. That was great. He hits a power bomb. Dijak no sells it. Yeah, that hits was up. great. He basically hulks out. Charges towards Lee. Lee hits another spirit bomb. Yeah. Uh, only gets him a two. So they're up on top. They're jockeying for position for a while. Uh, Dijakovic eventually hits a super Spanish fly that gets him a two count. Uh, he tries to get Lee up for feast your eyes. Can't. Tries again. Can't. And Lee just like effortlessly. Effortlessly. Effortlessly picks, picks up Dijak. <coughs> it's that jackhammer type thing. Hits finish for the win. There's the, what do they call it now? Oh, I don't remember. I forget it's what it is. Me at this moment. Yeah. Um, afterwards, a uh, great show of sportsmanship mm-hmm. for both. They embrace. They hug. 
Keith Lee goes, hey, get in the, get in the ropes, get in the turnbuckle. And pose. But pose. Then, yeah, He's having a hard time doing it. <laughs> yeah, he gets up there finally. And as he starts doing his feast your eyes, the camera just goes back down to Lee. Well, no, Lee helps him up on the second rope. He picks him up. No, I know. He yeah. does. Yeah. But then Dijak starts to do the feast your eyes. The camera yeah. guy starts going back down to Lee. Yeah. I'm like, at least, you know, Lee was the one who was trying to get him up there for some for, attention. For, for some spotlight. Love. I know. Yeah. No, I know. It I was know. terrific, though. I, I, that was a, such a terrific match. And I mentioned this during the stream. I still feel like they've merely scratched the surface with what these two guys I mean, there can no do. There's no poison runners off the second rope. There's none of that stuff. I was happy about that, though. That last time they did, uh, Dijak did a poison runner, or he he got hit with one by Damian Priest. Last time, I want to see that, man. Yeah. I want to see that again. But yeah, no, I do feel like that's the case, though. I feel like there, there's a lot more that can be mined. Will we get more of it? Probably not. Dijak no. will probably move on, do some more stuff with Damian, uh, Priest, Damian Priest, Killian, Killian Dane. Dane. Yeah, those guys. The other, the other really tall guy that's doing the house show circuit. And <laughs> you Taco Fall. Uh, Elihu Del Fantasma. I don't know. Whereas uh, Keith Lee's going to move on to something else. How about Cameron Grimes versus Dijak? All right. Give me Keith Lee versus Angel Garza. That's what I want to see. Yeah, that'd be good. I think, I'm pretty sure Angel Garza's going to go to Raw, though, man. Could be. Could be. Could be. Next, Street Fight, Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai. If not for the, the kind of weird finish, this would have been my match of the night. I agree. Me because too. Because they brought it. They really did. And it was from the second. So Tegan Knox comes out and like she barely even got like a pose going before Dakota Kai hit the breakout button and just annihilates her. On the stage. Yeah. And like immediately they do like a bear, like a, a spear through the barricade spot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're brawling through the crowd and then Tegan sends uh, Kai into one of the barricades in the crowd. Uh, and then Tegan, or sorry, uh, Dakota Kai wanders over the barricade that separates ringside area from the crowd. Tegan spears her through that. And then she's setting for something else, and the Dakota Kai DDTs Tegan on the hunk of barricade that Everything fell over. Everything looks so stiff. Everything. Everything. Everything man. looked like it hurt. Yeah. Um, so uh, later on, Kai pins Knox's leg in the ring steps and then produces a cricket bat from under the ring. Yes. And I'm like, oh, Not man. to be confused with the cricket paddle, which is just the wrong way of saying a cricket bat. We learned that during not, the stream. I guess I'm not familiar with cricket. I always thought it was called a paddle. Me too. So she takes a swing at Tegan. Uh, Tegan ducks and the bat breaks over the ring post and then Tegan escapes uh, her leg gets her leg out of the ring steps hits a cross body off the ring steps onto Kai uh, and then uh, she puts uh, so Dakota Kai is against the ring steps Tegan puts a garbage can over hits a cannonball that honestly looks like it hit Te hurt Tegan more than Dakota Kai mm -hmm. yeah yeah totally so uh, Knox goes and sets up a table ringside tries to suplex Kai out of the ring through the table Dakota fights out of that uh, and then they eventually make the way over to the, uh, like nine degrees over from the, the that particular corner. And then uh, Dakota Kai grabs a lid to a garbage can, completely destroys it, completely destroys it on on Tegan Knox's face. Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. There were like two. There were at least two <coughs> bits here. There's that one shot where where the, the chair to the face where Dakota Kai throws a chair at Tegan. She catches it, and then Dakota Kai catch, uh, kicks her, <clears throat> and Tegan leaned into it. Yeah, she leaned into it that, head first. Her head hit, got that chair <clears throat> big time. Yeah. Um, so uh, Dakota Kai tries to kick Knox off the apron through the table. Knox avoids that. Hits a bunch of super kicks. So she's on the apron. Kai's in the ring. Um, hits Kai with garbage can and then suplexes her that was pretty good. much head first onto the garbage can. Yeah, that was right. That was great. She goes for a shiniest wizard, misses. Uh, Dakota Kai hits her old finish, not the new one, but the old one. What was that? This is a deep ass bird. Wow, sorry. Sorry. that earns her a two count. Uh, they're up jockeying on the on the top rope. Uh, Knox hits a choke slam. 
uh, off there follows with like this crazy 450 seated centon thing. Yeah. That was great. That was rad. Only gets her two. Again, that, that, yeah, man, that looked like you got two knees that have gone like through extensive surgery. I don't know. That's a move you should be doing, man. But it's, it's damn impressive. It's really impressive. It's damn impressive, man. So Tegan Knox produces a chair and then uh, puts it around Dakota Kai's head. So the chair is like sitting upright. Mm-hmm. And she sticks Dakota Kai's head into it, bounces off the rope, goes for a kick. Dakota Kai pulls her head out, picks up the chair, tosses it to Tegan Knox, kicks the chair, and Dumb. Tegan leaned into it. Yeah. Um, and then Rams knocks into the ring post next, uh, gets some tape from under the ring, uh, wraps Tegan uh, wrist around the ring post, hits a couple of kicks, the last kick, uh, Kicks the tape off. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and grabs a, a laptop, it looked like, for the timekeeper area. Yeah, that's swings, what it was, yeah. Misses. Knox picks it up, hits Dakota Kai in the knee with it. Mm-hmm. And then Tegan gets some change from under the ring, hits Dakota Kai in the knee with that. She's just wailing her way at the knee. Yeah, punching yeah. it. Uh, wraps a chair around the knee, stomps on it, hits mm-hmm. the shiniest wizard, and it's like, I'm not done with you. Oh, yet. bad move. Should have went for the bad cover move. there. That would have done Bad move. one right there. She wants to prove a point. Yep. So she gets a table that she produced and set up ringside. She brings that in the ring, sets it up towards the corner, puts Dakota Kai on it, then wraps a chair around her head. Yeah. Goes up to the second rope, and that's when Raquel Gonzalez comes out. Uh, Dakota Kai rolls off the table, and then Raquel Gonzalez tosses her off the second rope. Yeah. But the table doesn't break. The table did one of those, like, slips out of the way. Yeah, so she kind of slides down off. It looked bad. It looked like it, it hurt. But the uh, ref went down there real quick, checked on her, and then yeah. backed up, so she was fine. Uh, Dakota Kai covers her for the win. Raquel goes down, helps up Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai's like, what? Yeah, why did you do that? And then helps her get out of the ringside area. Spectacular match. Oh, it was just they it was absolutely it. I, I totally agree, though. It probably would have been a match of the night if it wasn't for the weird finish. If they had done the finish like we thought, like Dakota Kai had, had been so wrapped up in the emotion of getting revenge rather than getting the win yeah. and lost, yeah. I'd have been like, match of the night. Yeah, I'm because everything pro- yeah. everything felt like it hurt. I'm with you on that one. I was just saying uh, if there was any info on Tegan Knox. I mean, I'm sure that she's fine because otherwise we would have. Yeah, it would have been a much bigger bigger deal. I guess the worry with that one is that she kind of landed on the table on her upper back. Mm-hmm, yeah, and you worry that if her head had snapped back and hit the table, that might have rung her bell yeah. somewhat because yeah. it didn't break. But boy, that match was so good. It was hard hitting. It was physical. And it was like just from the start and they didn't let up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like they were doing stuff that I just like all the shots to the. I mean, usually I'm not a fan of like unprotected shots to the head, but like when done properly and in just the right doses, like I'm, I'm totally fine mm-hmm. with it. And it, it was so, so shocking just to see like. Yeah. The, well, it also wasn't just the moves or, or the impact or the selling. It was the, the story beats they were hitting too. Yeah. Like you felt. You felt the intensity, especially on Tegan Knox's part. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing, sure you beat her mm-hmm. in a standard match, but she wanted, you know, it's one thing to get a victory, it's another thing to get revenge, and she yeah. really wanted revenge. And that was like a couple times uh, before she did something, she hesitated a bit, and was like, mm, "Should I go this far? Yeah, I feel like I need to go this far." Yeah, and it just felt like the logical story uh, beat to conclude the match is that she takes that too far mm-hmm. and it just didn't pan out that way. Yeah, so. I guess it kind of did, but then they brought the heater in, which is just kind of confusing. Anyway, still a really good match. Uh, Next, for the title, I guess, of Mr. NXT, Johnny Gargano 
Taking on Prince Balor. He was announced as Prince Balor, not Finn Balor. I guess that's just how he's going to be now. He's going to be Prince, Prince Balor. Balor. Do we get any royalties for that? Because no, we man. sort of How many came times up have we it? been, you know, out in front of this? Prescient. Countless times. Next, they're going to debut Rawgate Mutant. Where's our royalties for At that? At that point, we're probably going to have to lawyer up. Yeah. If they Rawgate Mutant, we're going to have to lawyer up. If they debut Killer Cross as Rawgate Mutant, <laughs> we're going to have to lawyer up. up. Exactly. NXT Gate Mutant. Like, yeah. That's close enough. Yeah, that's damn close enough. Yeah, I think I think it'd be within our rights to to seek some uh, some uh, some money out of that. Some, yeah, compensation for sure. Totally. Our ideas are worth money, man. Yes, we demand recompense. So uh, this was yeah, this is probably the best uh, Finn Balor match I've seen in WWE. Anyways, oh yeah, probably. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. That Ilya match is really good, but yeah, this was this is really good. Um, the first half of it, there was a lot of. Uh, they do headlocks really good. They do like rest holds really, really good. So they don't really come off as rest holds. Yeah. But there was a lot of mat wrestling sort of to be. Yeah, that, but that, that's typically how uh, Gargano starts most of his He's matches. Johnny wrestling. Yeah, that's he starts what his, he does. his matches out with wrestling stuff. And there was this great spot early on where they're kind of trading technical moves and head scissors. And Finn has Gargano and some head scissors. And it starts doing push-ups. Yeah, man. It's never the wrong time to do push-ups. Yep, you got to keep those those pectoral muscles in good shape Speaking as well as the which, triceps. Battle the abs, man. These oh. dudes. Based on uh, aesthetics as well as the outcome of this match, Finn wins. I'm going to disagree, man. I think Gargano. He. I feel like there's at least a half inch like cleft from pe- from peak of ab down to the the, the indent. See, I look at Finn. Sh- I look at sharpness. You can like cut stuff. Off of Johnny's ab cuts, I'm telling you, it's like razor sharp. No, I'm telling you, like Finn's Finn's clefts are way deeper between his abs, way deeper. I don't know, man. Gargano's way more abs are something else. No, man, Finn wins. I think Finn's Gargano always wins, the goal. Actually, Finn's always the goal in terms of abs. All right, so, anyways, well, Gargano nice. escapes that head scissors, hits a drop kick, headlock of his own, uh, and after that kind of bit of feeling out process with some headlocks and head scissors, things picked up. Gargano goes for a spear on the apron. Or it does actually hit it. My apologies. Uh, starts tossing Finn around ringside. Toss him in the ring. Finn rolls out. Gargano sprints towards him. He wants to hit one of those shotgun drop kicks or John Woo drop kicks like Finn did to him. Yeah. Instead, he eats a sling blade. Uh, Finn has the advantage for a good stretch until Johnny powers out of a chin lock. Drops Finn with a flat liner. Starts working over Finn, uh, Finn's arm. Later on, Finn starts working over Johnny's leg. I really appreciated that all the sling blades we saw in this match really felt like they meant something. It was either a counter, or usually there were just counters to everything. Mm-hmm. And like Gargano sold them really well, and Balor, man, a motivated Balor here in NXT is something else. It really is. Well, I kind of feel like, too, he's not. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this 
when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. He's not, like, Face Finn can't do some of the stuff that Heel Finn can do. Sure, yeah. Not just in terms of the character work or storytelling, but I feel like with the intensity of which he wrestles. I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like he probably could if they yeah. had a different uh, character form other than even when, smiling even, Finn, you know? Like, I, I think his best matches when he was in NXT the first time around were probably against Samoa Joe. They were, like, the most physical ones. Yeah. And even then, like, I didn't see nearly this intensity. I think you're right. I mean, it's just a difference in character. I think so. I think that's, that goes a long way. Um. So before Finn starts working the leg, uh, Johnny goes for a suicide dive. Finn catches him, tries for 1916 ringside. Uh, Johnny pushes Finn into the ring steps, follows the cannonball off the apron. Uh, a lot more back and forth. Uh, Johnny going for his typical moves. Uh, Finn countering, going for his typical moves. Johnny countering. Um, eventually, we get a hockey fight in the apron. They both hit instagiris. Uh Johnny goes for a slingshot spear. Finn catches him, goes up for a coup de grace. Johnny moves. Hits a slingshot, DDT, gets two. Uh, Johnny drops Finn with a clothesline, goes for the meat in the middle kick. Finn responds with, a, this is a really good sequence, responds with a sling blade, goes for a shot, jump, drop, shotgun drop kick. Gargano hits him with a super kick, uh, charges towards Finn after that. Finn hits another sling blade, then hits a shotgun drop kick, goes up top for the coup de gras, uh, misses. Johnny locks in Gargano escape. Uh, Finn escapes that, hits a double stomp. Goes for this is all like bang 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 bang. Yeah. Uh, goes for a nineteen sixteen. Can't hit it. Another Gargano escape. Finn kind of effortlessly gets to the ropes. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not going to sell your your finish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Finn rolls outside. Uh, Johnny meets him out there. Finally hits that shot ju- shotgun drop kick into the barricade. Tries for his own nineteen sixteen. And oh, what's to my right here? It's the announce table. Yeah. So he lets go of Finn. Takes the hood off. This allows Finn to get up. Uh, he drops uh, Johnny onto the table mm-hmm. and then gets on the other announce table, runs, shotgun drop, kicks him off the table into the barricade. Yeah. Uh, puts him back in the ring. Coup de gras, 1916, to get the win. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'll be honest, I'm kind of disappointed. I mean, I don't know. I guess they could still go this route. But Gargano at the end, going after Champa with the title, seemingly precludes. Him and Finn doing more stuff. Unless unless Finn's going to be around for a while. Yeah, I mean, they could circle back around. I mean, yeah. again, you know, they get the benefit of the doubt, and you got seemingly like, you know, you got Champa and the Undisputed Era, they're going to be done for now. Yeah. Um, so you're going back around to Champa and Gargano, 
I mean, is Finn going to move up to to Adam Cole I'll, again? I'll 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 you toss, still have the Velveteen Dream. I'll out toss there. this out there. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if the main event for Takeover Tampa is Fatal Four Away. Mm-hmm. Dream because, Gargano. No, 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 no. Uh, Cole, Finn. Mm-hmm. Gargano, Champa. Champa. Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. That could be. That could be. Wouldn't or be Velveteen Dream would go back after Keith Lee. That could be an interesting. Could be. That could be um, an but interesting like when Finn pinned Gargano, he basically had his front area in, in Gargano's face. That was it. Was very definitive. There was no like shenanigans. No. And then afterwards, yeah. he 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 gets the gun fingers out and points it in Gargano's yeah. face, and Gargano tries to push it off, and Finn's like grabbing him by the face and pushing his hand back. Yeah. It was very very violent. Yeah. Well, you know, not quite New Japan Prince uh, Prince Devitt. Vibe. Oh man, I don't know. It was up there. It was up there. It was. Um, I mean, his freaking thigh vein was like throbbing against Gargano. Well, like after head. after the after the pin falls count, he he like starts brushing Johnny's sweat off his thigh. Yeah, it's very dismissive. Yeah, and they did a great visual too with him going up to the top and like the crowd behind him. And I, to me, it was just I was like, man. I really want them to start taking the weekly shows on the road, at least for a little bit, because there's something different about it. And granted, I know like takeover crowds are special, but like at least for the first batch of TV tapings, if they go on the road like that, people are going to be into it. And then and you get a bigger sense of scale mm-hmm. and it's not like a main roster show. Like the crowd is just, they're there for NXT and they know how special NXT is. Maybe once is. a month, like once a month they took it on the road. That'd be cool. Well, if they did it in chunks of like, you know, Hey, let's go on the road for a month or for six weeks, and then we'll be back at full sale for six weeks, and then we'll have a takeover or whatever. Um, I mean, there's any number of ways they can do it to make the road experience, if they're going to do that, more special, you know, as opposed to just week after week after week after week, where the crowd sort of, you know, the, the attendance starts to, to fall off a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. It's not as special. Uh, anyways, next for the NXT Women's title, Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley. Bianca Belair, man, that, that gear... Oh my god! The entrance gear. And oh then my just like gosh! Straight up gear. It was amazing. Terrific. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I get the feeling that like Bianca Belair. I sort of mentioned this a little bit. I'm like, yeah. I wonder if she's just she's peaking at like kind of the wrong time. This is what I'm hoping is going to happen. So obviously Rhea Ripley ended up winning this match. We'll go. We'll go through the match in a second. Charlotte attacks Rhea Ripley. But then, before Charlotte just leaves, she attacks Bianca Belair. Tossing the ring steps. She had said <clears throat> she had agreed to the match with Rhea Ripley. At Mania, yeah. At Mania. Bianca Belair has, since her, because her last, uh, I don't know if her last, like, uh, Sam Roberts made a point of saying that 13 months ago was when he said she's not ready for TakeOver. Yeah. What was that? Was that match with Shayna? Must have been. Was that 13 months ago? I feel like it was a year ago. Over the, even the past three to four months, especially since the Rumble, and I guess a Survivor Series a bit, and there's the war games there, Bianca Belair has really just turned that corner into something so special that people have really latched onto. I don't think 13 months ago would have worked. I think at this point, because they've kept her so strong along the way, and she's just built and built and built and built onto that resume, she's peaking right now at this time when they they are all in on Rhea Ripley. And I just want Bianca to get that recognition. What I'm hoping that happens is at WrestleMania, 
it's not going to be a takeover level match. You can't expect that. They never do that at WrestleMania. So you have Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. You want to keep both people looking strong. I know a big win for Rhea Ripley obviously would be over Charlotte. I would be, it's so difficult for me to believe that they would actually have Charlotte lose at WrestleMania to an NXT person. I just, I just really, it probably might happen. You want to keep both people looking strong. That's where Bianca Belair strikes back at Charlotte. And then you get sort of a wonky win for Rhea Ripley. Those, Nobody really looks bad. It's the we are NXT thing. It's, it's exactly when it all comes down to it. Monday after Raw, Bianca gets her call up. If you want to call it that these days, or they do a trade trade. Uh, and, uh, and then she gets into a feud with Charlotte mm-hmm. and it's main roster. So I don't know who knows. We'll probably not do it great, but, um, but you know, maybe you launch her into it into stardom that way, you know, off of a feud with Charlotte. I don't know, but I just feel like I was, I wasn't disappointed with this match. I thought that this match was actually really, really good. Um, and even the finish, um, which saw Bianca's head sort of get rammed into the top turnbuckle and then Rhea does like a second rope riptide mm-hmm. um, was a really strong way to, for, yeah, for crazy, Bianca to go down. Um, I do think that maybe there should have been like a couple more false finishes um, to keep Bianca a bit stronger. But, uh, but man, she is something special. She is, and she's been something special. I think, I mean, I might may, may not be, uh, it might not be the popular opinion, but I thought a year ago if she had beat Shayna, it would have made a ton of sense because that's when she was at the peak of the undefeated thing. I think it would have been too soon. It might have been too soon, but if if, if she's peaking now, uh, the, the, the path to the crest of that peak began a year ago. And sure, I, yeah, yeah. Because I think a year ago she was doing phenomenal work. A year ago when she was doing the undefeated stuff, that was a great like anchor for her and then when she did get defeated she had a great little turn and she didn't she didn't keep doing the undefeated thing Mm-mm. she kept up doing the EST thing but she kept on also evolving and people really started cluing into her so like the whole crowd and on top of that they stopped with the sort of like is she a bad guy is she a good guy she was sort of fluid a little bit mm-hmm. um and it's like now it's like man no that crowd is firmly behind her they see everything she can do and how mind-bogglingly quickly she has she has like turned it up to another level. Like she's only been doing this for like what a couple of years, three yeah, years, years, four years, so something like that. Years. That's crazy. So I don't know, man. There's not enough titles to go around. They need a mid-card title so she could be the first mid-card title holder. Or just go to Raw. I mean, it's going to be impossible to get a title from anybody unless she goes to, like, SmackDown. Well, I mean, let's imagine, if you will, that uh, Shayna beats Becky at Mania. Uh, I know they don't reference NXT feud very often on the main roster, but if you want to in, I don't know, SummerSlam maybe, mm-hmm. you know, circle back around to Bianca versus Shayna. I mean, somebody their NXT storyline. That's entirely possible. Somebody high up seems to like her because she yes. had a killer showing she had during the dominant Rumble. performance at the Rumble. Yeah, the two most dominant performers at the Rumble were Bianca and Shayna and Baszler. Shana, yeah. yeah, so I mean, the, right there is probably the future of the Raw Women's Division. I hope so. I really do. Me too, because they're both great. Uh, anyways, uh, about halfway through the match, things really picked up. Bianca hits a jackhammer, falls essentially with Shankly Gates. Mm-hmm, she put yeah. Rhea essentially in Shankly Gates. <laughs> uh, Rhea powers out of that, hits a backdrop on Bel Air. Electric chair face buster gets her two, follows with her reverse clover leaf. Bianca escapes that, kicks Rhea into the ring post, rolls her up, gets a two, follows with a huge spine buster. That I, gets love, her I love a good spine Man, buster. Man, good spine buster is tough to beat. Uh, so they're in the corner trading chops. 
uh, until Bianca gut punches her. So uh, Rhea's like sitting on the top rope. Uh, Bianca picks her up to mil- military press, slams mm-hmm. her, goes for a moonsault. Rhea gets her knees up, goes for Riptide. Bianca escapes. She goes for a KOD. Rhea escapes that, hits a boot. Bianca responds with the spears. Really great mm-hmm. sequence. Yeah, it was a nice sequence. Uh, Bianca picks her up for the chicken wing face buster. Uh, Rhea escapes that. Uh, Bianca tries to hit her with the braid. Rhea evades, hits a boot, and then Bianca drops Rhea out of the ring. And Rhea, like, landed on her feet but fell over. It was one of those, like, full rotations. Yeah, that could have been rough. And it's like, you know, if, if it was anybody else, like, their knees just simply would have exploded. Because, man. Uh, and then uh, Bianca follows with a somersault senton over the top rope. That was awesome. Uh, tries to put her back in the ring. Rhea gets her leg up to block uh, and then uh, dumps Bianca onto the ring steps. Uh, they're back in the ring. Rhea's up top looking to superplex Bianca out of the ring to the floor. Bianca blocks that. She tries for a superplex of her own. Uh, Rhea blocks that, tries for a sunset flip powerbomb. Uh, Bianca blocks that. In the process of all that, Rhea kind of grabs Bianca's arm through her leg, mm-hmm. and that's when she pulls the arm, sending uh, Bianca headfirst into the top turnbuckle. Yeah. Right into Riptide to get the win. Yeah, and like you said, it was a creative finish. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, that's, you know... It wasn't just a standard riptide. No. no. Uh, um, anyways, as soon as the bell rings, Charlotte's in, mm-hmm. lays out Rhea, asks for the mic. Uh, she gets it, says, I'll see you at WrestleMania. Hits Ooh. her with natural selection. She's leaving the ring uh, and then just tosses Bianca into the ring steps. Yeah. And hopefully there's a purpose behind I, I'd like that, to think so. Other than just generally disrespecting NXT. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. And... I mean, you can you can take this glass half full or half empty. It's possible that between now and then, we might get on NXT TV or on Raw a Bianca Charlotte. Like Entirely that'll possible. be a detour for Char- for this feud. Yeah, it'll go through Bianca. Entirely possible. Um, in which case, you know, I'm sure Bianca will be made to look like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want you want that momentum to continue. Yes, you don't um, want to stall out. Yeah, I mean NXT typically you see lengthy title runs. Um, and, but I don't know, I mean, sometimes it's not, look, man, if you want to, sometimes it might be smart to roll with the hot hand and reward good work. And if you, if you have Bianca overcome these odds, Mm -hmm. get that title Mm -hmm. somehow, some way, I don't know. I mean, that's a huge moment in the middle of that ring. Oh, totally. You know, after all this time. Totally is. And I sort of, I sort of draw a little bit of a parallel with like a guy like Matt Riddle, who also we all see is that dude is going to be NXT champion one day. Totally. A hundred percent. They kept him strong. They have him on detours. Yeah. And so when he does get the title, it's going to be even bigger. Yeah. You know, I kind of feel like with Bianca though, it's, it's, she's going to go to main roster before she gets NXT title. I get the feeling too. I get the feeling it's probably going to have to after Mania. Yeah, definitely. I get that feeling. Yeah, totally. I think that's, probably the primary reason she had, she had such a strong showing in the rumble. I think so. It's like, here, get ready for Bianca Belair on, on raw because she's coming soon. I think so. Or, I mean, man, I think that she could have an easier path to a title on SmackDown. And I know they keep married couples together. Mm-hmm. Take the street profits, but you imagine street profits versus the Usos, Miz and Morrison, the new, new day. day. I mean, get them wrestling over in there. Theory of the revival. Yeah. Until they leave the <laughs> right. AEW. Yeah. Uh, next, speaking of tag teams, Undisputed Era versus Broserweights for the uh, NXT tag team titles. Uh, Undisputed Era, just, they just come out and do the usual entrance. Uh, Broserweights roll out in their golf cart yeah. with the uh, Dusty 
classic trophy mm-hmm. in tow. They yeah. have a promo. They're really pushing the Bobby Fish frying fish thing. They get the crowd into it. They got the little the lyrics on the screen with the bouncing fish from word to yeah. word. Yeah. Kind of hope they're done with it. Yeah, I kind of hope they're done with it too. I I honestly didn't think it was that funny the first time. Yeah, me neither. I hate being a bummer though. I mean, I thought it was cute that Matt Riddle could like say that as quickly as he could, but it was a one-time deal. You didn't make sure to tell that. It's really not that funny. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, no. Although the the they had Bobby Fish, so uh, on the two side trons. Yeah. You like those dancing fish plaque things they have yeah those are they had one of those but it was you know 90 degrees so it's vertical and had bobby fish's head on it they were funny but they're also really messed up it was kind of weird it was creepy what was that uh seaman that video game where there was a fish with a human head on it i believe it's called seaman really yeah i don't remember that at all really here start going through this match i'll confirm that was the title of the game fine first up we had a broseroids promo oh, yeah, we already that. mentioned that <coughs> so we kicked things off yeah, with the man the dreamcast see look Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. That's messed up. It's kind of weird. Yeah, that's a little weird. Fish man. We got an X-Plex, X-Plex on the apron. Yeah. And then another X-Plex onto Fish, who was already on the apron. Yeah, that was rough. And then Dunn's in control for a while until uh, Kyle O'Reilly gets tagged. He has a bunch of strikes. That allows Undisputed Air to get what? The upper hand. Correct. Not the lower hand. Correct. And that's until Peter Dune uh, avoids a boot from uh, Kyle O'Reilly, who knocks Fish off the apron. Uh, Dunn eventually gets tagged to Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's in. He clears out. Broser waits in control for a good stretch. Uh, and then we have uh, Dunn hitting Bobby Fish with moonsault from the top to ringside. Riddle goes for the flying bro. Uh, O'Reilly gets knees up, however. Uh, and then ringside still, Dunn's looking to kick Bob Fish. Bob Fish ducks, so Dunn kicks the ring post instead. Dong. Nigel uh, also kept on referring to Pete Dunn. Peter Dune. As, as Peter Dune. Peter Dune. Peter Dune. That's pretty funny. So we're in the ring. Riddle and uh, O'Reilly are trading strikes. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. They both collapse after a knee this is a really good match by the way i'm just reading some stuff, but it was really good <laughs> no it was terrific it was terrific now like a lot of sequences were way too fast and intricate for me to ever uh, accurately or or, or any real, real descriptive manner uh note what happened i'm really glad they put together matt riddle and pete Dun- like you got the undisputed like nxt they don't have a lot of like okay what tag teams do they actually have forgotten sons <laughs> you always name them first birch and oni are they even there anymore? I mean, te- they're on they 205 also. They didn't break up, sorry to know. Yeah, the Undisputed Era. Who was in the damn classic? That UK has a lot of tag teams. Yeah, that's probably what they had to have. Yeah, uh, it was. It was. Because there's not enough because, tag And teams. then one of the NXT ones was thrown together. It was Kushida and Alex Shelley. Well, they're not thrown together. They were a tag team for years. For NXT, they're thrown together. Because they're are. not doing anything now. It well, was a one-time affair. Yeah, Alex Shelley is a physical therapist. <laughs> well, there you go then. Um... Yeah, they just like there's no more. There's no tag teams there. Mm-mm. But whenever they like over in UK, those tag team matches are amazing. Yeah, and then you got these guys going at it. Yeah, 
they put together great tag team matches. Well, also but, too, I mean, like what's what's Peter, if Peter Dune has a deficiency, which I don't really think he does, is on the in terms of his ability to project his personality. Sure, yeah. I mean, he does. He has the scowl and he has the shrug, and it's good. And he's not a terrible promo, but uh, like Matt Riddle's like next level charismatic guy. Sure, yeah. You pair them together it's for some comedy pair. bits, and it benefits both of them. Yeah, for sure. So far, save for the Bobby Fish Frank Fish thing, it hasn't been too over the top. And that's just you and I. People, other people love that. Frank yeah, I mean, they loved enough they made a shirt out of it. So. <laughs> um, so it benefits Pete Dunne, and it gives him a platform to show off more of his personality rather than. Yeah, and he's not just stuck in that North American title scene with eight other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it gives Matt Riddle something to do that's outside of the main title picture. Mm-hmm, yeah. Anyways, so uh, Riddle spears Fish ringside, hits a spear on O'Reilly in the ring. He tries to jackhammer O'Reilly, yet Fish is a legal man, so he runs in. He chop blocks Riddle, and then undisputed error hit like a double team wheelbarrow German suplex. It looks like it really hurt. Mm-hmm. I think it's a two count. Uh, Fish hits a super exploder. On Riddle, O'Reilly falls to the top rope, knee drop, locks in a knee bar. Uh, Dunn's in. He breaks up by uh, jumping off the second rope, stomping on O'Reilly's hand. Um, there was a, I didn't even note it here, the great bit where there was like all sorts of submission moves that were broken up and stuff. Yeah. Where they were, you know, both teams had them in submission moves. It was good. Uh, anyways, uh, we had some, uh, as Mora would say, malfunction at the junction moments here. So O'Reilly pushes Peter Dune into Matt Rydell, knocking him off the apron. Uh, O'Reilly tries to go for the hot tag. Peter Dune holds on to his hand, bites his hand, yeah, yeah. and then snaps his fingers. Eventually, I think he gets it. No, he doesn't get the tag in. So uh, O'Reilly avoids a spear from Riddle, so he spears Peter Dune instead. Yeah. Uh, Undisputed Era follows chasing the dragon. Peter Dune kicks out. So Undisputed Era goes for total elimination. Dunn escapes that, allows Riddle to tag himself in. A bunch of moves happen. Bros mm-hmm. hit their finish. They win their new tag champions. Yeah. Yeah, the finish was like really bang, 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 it was, back and, and forth. It was just so it was so good. They're all so like, man, this is really good stuff. It was good stuff. So congratulations, Broserweights, new tag team champions. That um, finally brings us to our main event. Okay, well hold on a second though. What? Uh, you did go to the bathroom at one point, and earlier oh, on, yeah. prior to the undisputed era match, anyways, I think it was prior to the women's championship match. Um, there was an undisputed era interview. Roddy did most of the talking. He was calling out Velveteen Dream. He's mad. They have a match on Wednesday. They have a match on Wednesday. Velveteen Dream is following one person on Twitter, and it's Marina Shafir. Gosh. <laughs> he has like 160,000 followers or something. He's following one person, Marina so Shafir, good. which is genius. Uh, and he said, uh, yeah, uh, these guys, this tag team, they're going to show why they're the best. And the loser weights aren't going to do nothing. And then Adam Cole is going to retain his title against Champa. He's half right. And he's great. And yeah. And then uh, Adam Cole, he gave a little promo interview thing. And then he said, okay, Kathy, now you can leave. Of course, Kathy Kelly's last day. Yeah. On wonder, the job. She had already... a Facebook Live thing with Triple H. Oh, they is that? Yeah, they said that during the show. That was, oh, they also announced during the show there's going to be another NXT UK takeover end of April. I believe April 26th. In Dublin. In Dublin. In Dublin. So a prominent role, hopefully, for one Jordan Devlin. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's see if there's a Facebook Live thing happening now. Currently. Triple H reacts to NXT TakeOver Portland. This looks like they might have given her a gift of some sort. I wonder what this is here. I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, it's over. It's over. It says, thank you for watching. Missed it. Can you please rewind? Doesn't look like it. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna see That's the pits for you. Maybe Ryan Satin has info on it. I'm sure they'll have the rundown of it. Uh, main event, Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole, Bebe for uh, NXT title. 
Um, early on, Tommaso Ciampa did his advanced scouting. He watched a lot of Adam Cole tape because he seemingly knew everything that he was going to do and avoided it and uh, capitalized on the fact that uh, Adam Cole apparently goes to the well to the same stuff very often. But then the tide of the match It turned. always does because he, uh, he there's like all sorts of stuff going on near the announce table. Ciampa tries to powerbomb Adam Cole through it. Cole escapes. hits the wheelbarrow suplex on the corner Oof. of the table. So Ciampa's upper back, and they said, oh, whiplash. Yeah. Uh, and Adam Cole started working his surgically repaired neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was your story. Yeah. It was Adam Cole going back to the neck. Although towards the end, it just became an overbooked mess where the neck really wasn't involved a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess we shouldn't be too surprised given how overbooked the Gargano stuff was. You know, him and Champa, they all they're all related and stuff. So I I don't know. I was a little surprised at how overbooked it was in the end. I really was. I mean, they set up your expectations that uh, in the past, especially in NXT title matches, when Undisputed Era gets involved on Adam Cole's behalf, he loses. Yeah. Um, and that was seemingly going to be the case until John Gargano showed up. And so uh, uh, at one point, uh, uh, I believe it's Kyle O'Reilly brings the NXT title. I'm just going to fast forward to the end. It was a good match. It was really physical. It hurt to watch. Um, but I don't know if it really transcended past good physical hurt to watch match. So towards the end, they were doing really, really physical stuff. Um, yeah, no, I kind of agree with that. I kind of like, I'm, I'm over. I, I love just like straight up clean finishes. Like as my, I love NXT. I do. I love it so much. But when you send in the troops and it's clown show, I'm just, I, I'm, which is what it always is. Undisputed when they're all out there. It's, it's always, it's they always come off a bunch of bumbling fools. This is all Ryan Satin has really. That may have been the best takeover in a long time. Absolute banger of a show from top to bottom. Hmm. I don't quite agree with that. I think it was the last takeover was probably better. Anyways, what was the last takeover? It was, was the, man the summer. No, Survivor Series one. Oh, War Games. War Games. Oh wow. War Games was good. The one before that oh, was good. War Games. It's like great. New Orleans was really good. Yeah. Mania weekend. I feel like this is actually one of the more weak ones. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like all the matches were good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, talk trash about any of the matches because the match quality was still really good across the board. It just didn't feel as satisfying as most takeovers do, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. There's oh, a- here we go. See, thank you, Sean Rossap, for having a breakdown here. He's the best. Go subscribe to Fightful Select. Yes, do that. Sean Look at Ross this. He's got like freaking best. screenshots and shit. Sean Rossap is the actual Look at best. That. He literally has a thread for Triple H's QA with Kathy Kelly. And a super nice guy. Triple H said there were smoke issues on his plane for some reason. <laughs> He's keeping a kayfabe, man. That's pretty funny. Uh, let's see here. Um, and then it's Undisputed Era and Triple H bring Kathy Kelly gifts. Undisputed Era thank her for helping them. Kathy Kelly gets emotional as Triple H bids her farewell on her last night. Aww. Oh, that's so cool. That's so sweet. Oh, man. Oh, look. They're all, they all look so nice. They all have their nice faces on. Aww. She's really good. I'm going to miss her from NXT. Oh, she's terrific. She's absolutely terrific. Some flowers, something from Voodoo, something or other. I don't know what that is. Anyway. Is it Voodoo Donuts? Yeah, it oh, is. Oh, that's important. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 donuts. yeah. Are those like super good donuts or what? I think so, yeah. Wow. Anyways, let's skip ahead to the, the finish of this. Um, so, Undisputed Era come out. Uh, let me get to the... Okay, so Undisputed Era come out. Roddy's out there first. He's up on the apron, distracting the ref. Uh, O'Reilly and Fish pulled Ciampa out of the ring, hit total elimination on him, throw him back in. Cole covers. Of course, Ciampa kicks out. Cole goes for a last shot. 
uh, uh, Ciampa avoids it, tosses him out of the ring, backdrops essentially onto Undisputed Era. Strong tries to get in. He eats the draping DDT. And then he takes out Undisputed Era with a corkscrew plancha. I don't believe we've seen him do that in uh, NXT for a while. Yeah. Uh, so Ciampa's back in. Cole then hits three super kicks. A last shot, Ciampa kicks out. Yeah. So uh, O'Reilly puts the title in the ring, then runs around, gets on the apron, distracts the ref. Cole grabs the belt, swings, misses, uh, and then he pushes Ciampa in the ref. We have a ref bump. Yeah. Cole hits a low blow, goes for Panama Sunrise. Instead, he hits a jumping knee from Ciampa, who falls with fairy tale ending, goes for the pin. Of course, there is no ref to no, be found. No, the ref is bumped. So you have the, be- the belt uh, inside the ring, but near the ropes. Gargano teleports. <laughs> ringside with the DIY shirt on the DIY shirt on yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so Chomp is about to grab for the belt you know I guess to use as a weapon yeah so Johnny grabs it from him and looks at the belt and looks at him Chomp is like why are you doing, why are you doing this right and then Gargano hits Chompa with the belt dong uh, Chompa falls Cole pins he wins so yeah. I'm expecting Gargano to da 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 it doesn't happen though yeah like take off DIY shirt, undisputed era. Boy, that'd be so weird. life. That'd be so weird. I know. Be like uh, uh, Kane and DX. I know. <laughs> I know. And so Champa uh, does. He, uh, sorry, Gargano just leaves. I don't think we see him much after that. He walks up the he ramp. He walks up the ramp and looks back. Yeah, and Champa kind of gives him a glance while he's still selling shot to the head. Yeah, you got all undisputed era sitting on the apron, kind of uh, Champa style. They're not doing the wave and the pat on the back, but they're all sitting there posing and stuff. Cole's trying his best to his busted ass. Well, before hands. that, yeah, he's leaning against the ropes, uh-huh. trying to throw up the undisputed era sign. And the only thing I think of is that Gargano's like, "Well, if I want to be Mister NXT, I got to have that." And I know if I try to go through Champa to get that, it's going to be a war. Uh, I've already beat Adam Cole for to win the title. I'll just do that again. Maybe. That could be. Yeah. Whereas uh, Finn be like, hold on, Johnny Wrestling. I beat you. I should get that. Yeah. And Ciampa will be like, hold on, Johnny Wrestling. You cost me that, so I deserve another shot at that. Mm-hmm. And Adam Cole's probably like, I want to wrestle you all. And Regal's like, you have to. And he's like, uh. At NXT Tampa, take over. NXT Ciampa. It will be Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole, John Gargano. Prince, Prince Bella. Yeah. And that way uh, Ciampa can like pin Gargano to win the belt. That'd be a killer match. I know. Who would pin who, would pin who what now? Ciampa could pin Gargano to win the belt. Okay, yeah. And then so Adam Cole will need a pin. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't know, and they could do other stuff after that. I don't know. <laughs> they could do others. All right, it's booked. We did it. Congratulations. And then Ciampa. I guess they end up circling back to more Gargano Ciampa Good for the job. title. Good job. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know Finn shows up on Smackdown after Mania <laughs> smiling undisputed air go to Raw phoning in matches I know finning in matches no I'm a prince now he's like a prince but they like Pritchard takes his prince gimmick literally I know so he's got like a crown so now he's like he's, he's with he's with he's Baron's henchman <laughs> well he's just a prince Baron's king yeah yeah why, why, why'd you do that <laughs> Now, chat me up here, Bruce. Chat me up here, Bruce. You got one of the hottest things in NXT with Prince Balor. He's, he's roll-tiding down NXT. Then you send him over to SmackDown, you get your hands on him. and You turns, make him Baron Corbin's henchman. But why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, he had heat. <laughs> what? <the> fu- what? <laughs> oh, that doesn't make man. any fucking sense, Bruce. Make any sense, Bruce. 
God, I still love when he tries to get the expl- explanation. Oh, I know. He wins the title at WrestleMania night. It doesn't make yeah. a lick of sense. Other <laughs> yeah. than other than that, then Vince wanted to say thank you, essentially. He ain't on the card, Bruce. <laughs> he wasn't on the goddamn he card, wasn't on Bruce. The goddamn card, Bruce. Well, it's incre- increased ticket sales. The tickets are already sold. <laughs> God, that's so good. Yeah, that was so really good. good. <coughs> still oh, my man. favorite episode of that show. <clears throat> that was really good. All right, anyways. That's it for the show. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow, Live for patrons. Live for patrons. We'll do our news brief and our mailbag. Oh, also, we'll have our SmackDown review final will be up first thing tomorrow morning, Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be notifications for it because we're burning through them a bunch. I know we said if you click on notifications all, theoretically, you should get all notifications. It doesn't happen that way on YouTube, though. So, you know, keep an eye out for it. We'll Follow us on the Twitter at RealGoingInRaw. Yeah. Instagram, we'll let you guys know all that stuff. Or just check it out. Or just check the channel first thing in the morning. We'll be there. Just check the channel, exactly. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.